Now, so we have a question from, from Enoch, all right? Enoch, we answer your question today. Now, Enoch asks, Enoch asks, well, very long question. Uh, all right. Can Christians commemorate Remembrance Day? Right? Enoch, can Christians commemorate Remembrance Day? What is Remembrance Day? Uh, Anna, your brother, did he ask you? No. What, what, is, what is Remembrance Day? Isn't it the day when you remember those Okay, Remembrance, the day where you remember the first time you ate McDonald's. No. Right? What is it? Remembrance, like Anna say, about has to do something about war and people died died in the war, died for you in the war. Wow. Okay, so yes, Remembrance Day. Now, commemorate. The question is, what is commemorate? Okay, what do you mean by commemorate? <laughs> so, you know, I'll ask you, what is commemorate? You say it's not, it's not celebrate, but commemorate. It's just words that you use all the time. Now, okay, so let me read to you about Remembrance Day first. Actually, students should know, right? Noah, what's Remembrance Day? Which war? First World War. And what has it to do with Australia? Don't know. Because Australia also fought in the war. Now, who has to commemorate Aust um, Remembrance Day? <laughs> My memory is fading. Remembrance Day in your school. Who commemorates Remembrance Day? Ah, all of you. Oh, so every year you do that. What day is that, Caleb? <laughs> Which day? Elim? Don't know, you just remember we have to do it. Yes. 11 November. 11 November, wow, very good. 11 of November. Okay, 11 of November. Now, what do you do at, at Remembrance Day, Fiji? What do you do at, Re at Remembrance Day? You have to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> yes, you know. Huh? Be quiet for a minute. Okay, last one. Isaac, what do you what must you do? Be quiet for one minute. Do you stand up, sit down, lie down? You sit down for one minute and you remember the people who died during the war, right? Very good. All right, now on 11th, at 11, based on at least what I can find out, at 11 a.m. on November 11th in 1918, all right, the guns at the Western Front fell silent, all right, so the, the gun did not shoot anymore after more than four years of continuous war. So four years the gun was just shooting, shooting, shooting in the war. But on 11th of November at 11, it fell silent, so no more shooting. And it tells us that the armies, the allied armies, means the different armies that came together to form an alliance, they fought and they drove the German. The Germans, they, they, they drove the German invaders back. Right? And for many months, the Germans started to retreat. Then finally, on November, in November, the Germans um, surrendered. 
So who, who were driven back? The Germans, alright? They surrendered to the Allied troops. Now the Bible tells us that, eh, the Bible, the history tells us, the history tells us the first modern world conflict that brought about 70 million people, wow, together to fight. And seven, 9 to 13 million people did. So it's a very, very major war that costed a lot of lives, right? So it's very major. Now then on, on um, 1997, so now you know, when did it start? Not in your school day last, last year. 1997, a governor called General Sir William Dien, Sir William Dien, he issued a proclamation, alright? So he proclaimed and said, on formerly 11th of November will be Remembrance Day. And he asked all Australians to observe one minute of silence. So what time did you observe that one minute of silence? What time, Isaac? 11 a.m. So now you know why, right? 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. they observe one minute silence. So Sir General William Dien say, let's remember the war and those who suffered and died for Australia in the course of this war. Right? So that's why we have Remembrance Day. Do you have Remembrance Day in Malaysia? Yes. Same, same day. Remembrance statue, alright? So now this is what they do, alright? So Enoch, during this year's Remembrance Day, during that one minute of silence, Enoch was worried. Not worried that the dead people come and look for him. Now what was he worried? He said, oh no, should Christians commemorate Remembrance Day? So he sat there and started to wonder, I better submit this for teens Q&A, is it? Enoch, <laughs> yes, okay. So he said, I better submit for teens Q&A. So Enoch, what did you do when you were wondering? For that one minute, you kept quiet, you held your breath. Alright, so one, for one minute. So Enoch asked, so what do you think? What do you think? Uh, Jennifer, should Christians commemorate Remembrance Day? They're dead already, the soldiers are dead. Should we remember and commemorate Remembrance Day? We should. Why? But they're dead. Not sure why. Not sure why. Right, what about the adults? Do you think Christians should participate in that? Oh, keep quiet. Look down for one minute silence. But make sure children, you wake up after one minute. Alright? Don't fall asleep and don't wake up. Alright? During that one minute, you're supposed to think of these dead people. Should Christians do that? What about the adults? What do you think? Uh, Ada, since you didn't submit questions, then I'll ask you questions. Should adults do that? Sit there, think for one minute, think of these people who died. Hmm? You don't think it's wrong. Why think? When, why would it be wrong? Why do you think maybe not wrong? What would be wrong? It is not sinful. So why you say maybe? If it's not sinful, not sinful. Why maybe? Why are you unsure? Would there be a situation where it's wrong? Yes. In what situation? Shandri said yes. What situation? If it reaches a point where it's like idolizing the nation. If it reaches a point where you like idolize the nation, idolize these people. 
Okay? What is idolize? Means turn them into like gods, idol, worship them. Alright? So now, Ilim, during the Remembrance Day, if I'm your teacher, Ilim, observe one minute of silence and pray to these soldiers so that they will continue to protect us. Since they were so brave, they must be very brave angels now. Keep that one minute silence. Is it right or wrong? Can you do that? No. Why not? Now, so it is nothing wrong to remember. But the question is, when you remember, what goes through your mind? So, what should you remember? Maybe ask the adults, what should you remember? Sing Yun in that one minute. Well, actually, you, you finish already. You don't have school name. Um, let me see, Brenda. Now, one minute, what do you think of? You go through what you learn in school, like the history and everything. Yep. Is there anything wrong? Now, Remembrance Day, as long as the Christian know the meaning, as long as we do not pray to the dead, understand that. You don't think, alright, the dead, they died for me, so I better pray to them. Let me talk to them. Oh, soldier, thank you for dying for us and fighting um, during this time. Uh, and chased away the Germans. Thank you for protecting our nations. Then you'll be praying to them. Phoebe, do you do that? No. Then you become praying to them. We do not pray to the dead. Okay? So, but if it is to remember, to remember that these people, they sacrificed their lives, they died to drive away the enemies, to protect our nation, then to remember for what? Cornelius, remember for what then? Since you're not asking them for help, remember for what? Don't know. Um, right, who else? Faith or Grace? Faith. Yes, Faith. Say again? The question is, what's the point of remembering? Grateful? Yeah. Should we be grateful to the dead? I mean, not exactly. But... Right, grateful. Yes, we should be grateful that there were people who were, who, who protected the country. So remember that one day you have to protect the countries. Will you do that? Then remember they did that for us. We may need to do that for a future generation. Right, protect our nation. Yeah, you remember for, for living reasons. You don't remember the dead and be grateful to them in a sense of pray to them and thank them in your heart. Okay, that would not be the purpose. So there's nothing wrong with remembering the dead and remembering therefore how we ourselves should, should be when the time comes. Also remember, don't be people who go around invading other countries, invading other countries and causing harm to other countries. Remember that all these wars are wrong, right? Remember we studied about wars? Don't go around conquering other nations. Correct? So remembering all this, there's nothing wrong. Alright? So, hey, children in school. So when you're remembering for that one minute, you, are, you should not be praying to the dead at all. Okay? Anyone pray to the dead? Who prays to the dead? Who prays to the dead? Nobody? 
The Buddhists, for example, some religion, they pray to the dead. Alright, that kind of remember is different. They say, oh, today is grandma's, um, the day grandma passed away, the day grandpa passed away. Alright, you all come home and then hold your stick, stand in front of the picture and talk to grandpa. That kind of remembering is, it's called what? It's called, uh, Jesslyn, what is that called? Starts with A. No? Yeah, ancestral, ancestral worship kind of thing. Right, so we don't do that kind of remembrance. Okay, um, so ancestral worship is wrong. You can't... Now actually, what, why is it wrong? Now recently, I, at a funeral, right, someone say, Oh, brother, you're up in heaven, alright? You're always very nice and kind to me. So now that you're in heaven, please continue to remember me and take care of me, alright? Say a prayer for me to God. Should Christians do that? Should Christians say that? Anna? No. Why not? Why not? Your grandma loves you a lot. Then one day grandma goes to be with the Lord. Then at the funeral, say, Grandma, Grandma, you know, remember to pray for me. I ask God to take care of me. You can just ask God. You can just ask God. Does God want us to go to pray to men? Why do you say we can just ask God? Can, do we go to grandma, grandpa, good friends to go to God? Then who? Um, Veronica, who do we go to? Who is between man and God? Grandma, grandpa, grand auntie? Okay, who? Okay, let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 2. Now, please understand why we do certain things and why we don't do certain things, alright? So, you must be clear in your heart. 1 Timothy chapter 1, eh, chapter 2. Right, let's read verse 5 together. 1, 2, reading. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Now, mediator means someone that is in between two parties and bringing two parties together, alright, in peace. So, who is the mediator? The Bible tells us Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We pray and we come to God the Father only through Jesus Christ not through men. So should we pray to dead people and ask them to help us? No, we only go to Jesus Christ. Please remember that. Enoch, why do we not go to any man to ask for help? Dead men. Huh? Because they are not Christ. Only God, Jesus Christ is between God the Father and us. So what? Can dead people help you? Enoch, uh, Cornelius, can dead people help you? You pray to the dead and then they help you? They can't help you. Alright? Anyway, even if they could, whose help is better? God's help is better. But anyway, they can't. Alright? Anyway, they can't. So, the Bible tells us to always pray to God only. So, you don't, in that minute of silence, you don't talk to those people. You don't ask them for help. Okay? Now, what about, should, then, if I draw it further, should Christians go to 
the graveyard, go to the tomb of your loved ones, they passed away. Can you go there? Should you bring flowers there? What do you think? Maybe I ask the adult. Nancy, what do you think? So, I, I, sh I, I should not commemorate as in pray to them, but I can remember them. Should Christians go to, to the graveyard to visit the tomb of loved ones? Depends on the purpose you go there. If you go there and clean the tomb area, it's okay. What, what is not okay? To go there to pray to them is not okay. Right? God says do not pray to any except Jesus Christ. Jesse, alright? Don't pray to any except Jesus Christ. Alright? So if we go to the tomb and all that, we don't, we don't pray. Now, what would you do if you are praying? What? What would be the sign of you praying? Uh, Phoebe? Have you been to any of the gravesite to visit relatives? Okay, who have been? Uh, okay, Emberly, what would constitute praying to them and talking to them? When you bow to them, why do you say that? Alright, bow means you go there, right? The tomb is there. Not, not, not bow, bow over to clean, huh? Okay, bow. Why? Why would it be wrong? But many people do that. It's like idolizing them. Wait, in Japan, in Japan, they bow to each other all the time. Out of respect, right? Greeting, bow, greeting. So that's not not necessarily idolizing. But I know, yeah, it can be idolizing. People do bow to idols, so it's a sign. But what is? What is that sign of bow? Why do people bow? Emily, why do people bow at the tomb? Don't know. Don't know. Check the shoes. Is it dirty with mud? Why do people bow? Why do people bow? Alright? I don't know if it's a good bow or not. Alright? This is the tomb, huh? Alright, why do people bow? Now, most of the time... Actually, when you bow, what happens? What are you thinking? Justin, what are you thinking when, you, when people go to a tomb and bow? What are they thinking? You don't, people just do it. Now, bowing is a sign of showing, showing respect, right? Showing respect. So you go there and you bow. Can they receive your respect? Should you bow? Okay, you know, you have a school... Eh, you know. Noah, you have a school program to go to Japan should you bow to people oh they see you bow you know should you bow to your classmates in Japan their bowing is greeting right it's not idolizing that's fine but when they go to a temple and they bow is worship correct when they go to the tomb and they bow it is showing respect now you can bow and show respect to a living person they can accept it but the dead person if you bow can they receive it they cannot receive it. But if you bow and you want to do it, means you're saying they can receive it, right? Means you say that you can connect with the dead, which is unbiblical. So we don't do that, understand? So we don't bow because of that. Um, what if your friends say, oh, you know, you're so disrespectful, then how? Yeah, we can't give respect to the person. The person is dead. Should you go to the tomb? 
Would you? Auntie, eh, your mom said, Elim said, Alright, we're going to grandma's tomb. What should you say? And then you reach there. What should you do? Now, the, when we go there and tidy up the tomb and all that, keeping the place clean, that is different. But don't do it because, you know, oh yeah, so dirty, you know. Wait, grandma, grandma is very uncomfortable because it's dirty. You shouldn't think like that. Alright, it's just maintaining the place. That's it. Care for the, the place so that the memory is there to remember, to remember. That's all. It's all overgrown and then it's, it's, it's not about disrespectful or respectful. You want to maintain the memory. That's all. Okay, so remember the Christians should not bow. Bowing is a sign that you are saying that the dead can receive your respect. So when at funerals, remember at funerals? So the coffin. At funerals, you know, very often I, I will say, alright, this is before we bring the coffin out um, for the burial. Should I say, those who want to uh, those, please come forward and pay your last respect to pastor, right? See, I'm dead, huh? Then the, then the other past, the future pastor say, come forward and pay your last respect to pastor. Should a pastor say that? What, what do you think? Frank, should a pastor come forward and pay the last respect? Which is very common. Should we say that? Uh, yeah, okay. It's okay. You think it's okay? Yes. Mm. So, who thinks it's probably not okay? Howard? Not okay. So far, you're enemy with him already. <laughs> Why not okay? You can't, you can't receive Alright, because the person can't receive respect anymore. When you're living, alright, Jennifer, it's Chinese New Year. Why well, it looks so shocked? It's Chinese New Year, right? Greet your parents in the, in the morning. Show them respect. You know, so greet your parents in the morning. Show them respect. That's fine. What happens after they die? Should I say show them respect? They are dead. So we don't say show respect. Means by pastor saying show them respect. Pay your last respect means you're kind of saying they can receive. Your kokong, they can receive all those things, right? Right? So what should I say? Thomas, what do you think I should say? Pay respect what should I say instead? Instead of pay last So we should not say pay, pay your last respect. What should... Say again? Rest in peace. <laughs> Come out and see this, this body that is resting in peace. Right? Or what I mean is when I invite people up. That's why we will always say, no, this is the last opportunity to... To what? To talk to... <laughs> This is the last opportunity to see the body of the deceased brother. Because the last time really to see the body, right? It's not paying respect. It's not, it's not uh, that kind of thing. It's, it's the last time you see, well, remember the face, remember what it is. It's the last time you see the body because after that you'll be buried. Correct? So we don't say pay your last respects. Or can I say, come out and... and to, uh, to show your respect to the to who? The, the family, that's fine they're living, okay? alright, so I hope this understanding will help you to know what to do in all this situation where there is the date involved where there's the date involved okay? yes but even if you don't show, 
Okay, so the question is this. Okay. Okay, so the question is, um, but, but, but what about other people that are present? Is it okay for the family to show others that I'm showing respect? Um, like for the last time to my deceased loved one, so others would see that as your sign of your, your filial piety to your loved one, right? Yeah, but bow or don't bow? Yeah, bow. Bow, okay, so bow. What do you think? Uh, Mabel? Shoot? So I said, mm. I want to make sure that unbelievers know that as a Christian, I love my mom a lot or my, my grandma a lot. And I, by doing that, they'll say, wow, what a respectful um, grandchild, you know? So, would you do that? Why, why not? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, typically, right? Typically, bowing has a sign of respect. That's why it's called ancestor worship. All right. Ancestor worship is they call it that. So to them, the sign of bowing is is a kind of worship. And the other one, if you say even not worship, bowing will still send a signal as a Christian that this person can receive my signal to it by bowing. The person still can know. Because the act is means that the person can know. So what's the best? So I think it's not advisable. Not advisable. What's the best way? I think standing there um, quietly and looking. So like for example, when I went to Reverend Dr. Toh's funeral, Right, the coffin was there, a lot of people come up. You don't see anyone bowing, although there are unbelievers there also. But large people go there and then they, they, they look, the boy last time, and maybe even close the eyes for a while. So when I went there and I closed my eyes, what was I doing? Praying to Dr. To. Dr. To, Dr. To, please hear me for the last time. No. What would you pray for, Ichung? What would you pray for when you go up there and close your eyes? You pray for the family. Lord, please encourage and strengthen the family that are living. Lord, please speak to the unbelievers that come. Alright? Lord, please use this funeral. So there's a prayer for the living, not the dead. Lord, please bring Dr. To to heaven. Right? Not that kind of things. Right? So I think it's the connotation. The connotation is more has to do with connotation. Because really the unbelievers, they come, when they do that, to them in their heart, is really this person somehow can receive my respect. So when a Christian does it, they will just interpret that, oh, actually, there's a connection between the living and the dead, which is none, which is none. So it's mainly to send a theological clarity that the living and the dead has no more connection, and it's over. You can't talk to them after they are dead. Alright, so it's more that, more that. So that signal, right? because they do it for that purpose, then you don't do it. Yeah. Back to the dead, I think, I think a lot of people do that from a lot of people just for 
show that they have, they have feeling, but I think paying respect is to be done when the person is Yeah, I was going to come to that, right? Because this children's one, so you must have that part. What is the best way to show people that you've always, you're a Christian and, okay, ask children, what's the best way? Wait till Uncle Claude is in the coffin, then show people that you always respected Daddy? What's the best way to show people that you respect Daddy? Don't know. What's the best? The best way to show that to tell people I, I'm a Christian and I, I respect my daddy, I honor him. When he's dead in the coffin or Wow, so difficult. Hmm? Yes. Did you say or? Or or what? What's the best way to show people that you always respect, honor, and care and love and obey your father after he died? See, don't get it. Okay, hurry up, answer. When he's living. When he's living. Okay, all young ones, look up here. Enoch. Okay, all don't pretend. Didn't hear this. The best time to show your friends, to show people that you honor your parents. Enoch, when is the best time? After daddy and mommy is dead or before? Before, when they're living. When they can receive it. When you can show that as a Christian. Okay, Elim, get it? When? When he's living, when alive. When alive. Now that sings loudest and strongest. When alive, when they're old. Your colleagues, your friends see that you care for them, you bring them out, you take care of them. Alright, that's a very loud signal. Of course, some may not see before, but really you can have greater impact when they're living. Okay, that's what you're saying, right? Uh, yeah. Alright, so remember that. Remember that no use when daddy and mommy are in the coffin and then now I had a I had a relative who was like that. Daddy and the father died. And then he crawled in on his knees, the knees were bleeding, crying, crying, crying very loud. But he was a very terrible son when the father was living. Right? Very, very terrible son, involved in gangs and all that, caused the family a lot of heartache. Then when the father is dead and then crawl in and then cry, is that is that filial? Is that honoring? No, you do it when, when father is alive, okay? Phoebe, alright or not? Okay, so I hope you understand. So yes, the act itself to them is a sign of, of, of respect and worship that they can receive. That's why we avoid doing that, sending the wrong signals. Okay? Now you can always tell. Now, in fact, the best thing at funeral is to talk about the gospel to the living. Alright? Um, when they are coming up, to talk about them. Because to show that, I, I want to show people that I respect, I respect, respect. To them I say, ah, God, con there's con Christian believe that there's a connection, there's none. Okay? Right, so, so this is one thing that, that, that I want us to be clear about. One last question. Yes. How about those um, visitors that bow to you? Can you bow back to you? Those that visitors to bow, in what situation will visitors bow to you? Yes. Or oh, a funeral? Yes. Bow to the living. No, no, no. Uh, they so-called pay respect to the dead. Oh. And they bow to the living. Okay. So, so, Uncle Howard's question is, okay, I know you answered this question, right? Uncle Howard's question. So what happens if your friend, if, if the, okay, this is Uncle Howard, right? Uncle Howard stands stood straight. 
Engkau din bawa. So, but then the friends come and then the friends bow. So, what's what's your question? And later on, they also the person also bow bow to the family. Oh, when they reach here, the person also bow to the family. So, your question is: Should you bow back? Oh, Anna, how? How, Anna? Don't know. Okay, Eugene, how? Hey, don't bow. <laughs> Just huh? when they're bowing. <laughs> okay, don't don't bow. Don't need. Now sometimes you can't stop. That's why as a pastor, I'm always very careful to say, come out and see the body for the last time. I don't want to say respect and all that. But sometimes unbelievers, you see, to the unbelievers, they still believe, okay, I better pay the last respect because just in case the guy is angry at me eh, and come after me, I better respect. Sorry, sorry, many bad things I did to you. Sorry, sorry. They think that there's something happening. Now, sometimes you can't stop. They do it. All right? So unbelief, sometimes even Christians do that. Could be because they don't understand. So sometimes you can't stop. So no choice. Now, hopefully that all the BPCWA people go there, pray for the family and then move on. Then kind of people kind of get it. Oh, Christians don't bow. Christians don't think that there's connection. Correct? Then they kind of understand there's a difference. So sometimes, Anna, so that's what's happened, right? If Anna, you're standing there and then everyone bow to your loved one. Now, but when they reach you, the question is when they reach huh? tall Uncle Howard, then they bow. How? Elim. Should Uncle Howard bow back to them? Because Uncle Howard is alive. Eh? No, why? Um. Quick. <laughs> because, you have a reason, because? Not sure. Now, it, it really depends in a sense. Now, most of the time, living people bow to living. Most of the time, it's not worship, correct? It's not worship. Most of the time, uh, unless you, you go to a country where the king is supposed to be deity, supposed to be God, then you bow. That's different, right? Most of the time, human to human bow is, is respect and, and honor kind of thing or showing you um, their, their, their humility or showing signs of um, sympathy. I think those are all right, okay? But if you feel a bit uncomfortable that they bow, you bow, and then you think that they think that, you know, there's some spiritual thing going on, then, then you tap and thank the person. That's it. Uh. Yeah. So living and living is, is going to be case by case. If you are at a place where the living, bowing to living is a sign of worship, deity, and all those kind of things, then of course you don't. Okay? Wait, I uh, missed out anything? Any other question on this? Alright, so and funeral and all that, at Remembrance Day and all that. Now these are the things you have to be aware as a as a teenager also. Okay? As a teenager also. Yep, follow or not. Alright, so that one minute of silence obeying, there's nothing wrong, just in your heart, don't be praying to the dead, talking to the dead. Okay, remind reminding ourselves of battles, remind ourselves of, of protecting our country, reminding ourselves of of uh, not attacking nations, those are good remembrance. Remembrance. Okay? Now, what about every time I break the bread? This is my body which is broken for you. 
and then the bread reach you then someone give you the bread Holy Communion should you bow to it? Mm, no, you should not, right? we don't worship the bread we remember Christ do this in worship of the bread no, do this in remembrance of Christ okay, so the concept must be clear in your mind that's the point now, last question, uh, quickly, so any other questions? So funerals, remembering the dead, all these are things we face. We have to, as Christians, be very clear why we are doing what we are doing. Why we don't do what we don't do. When you bring flowers, can you bring flowers to the grave? Sing Yuan. You bring flowers to the grave. Why? Wait, what flowers do you bring to the grave? Any flower. But grandma likes lily. Not spread flowers. We bring flowers. You, you have to be clear in your mind why you bring flowers. It's not grandma like lily. So I'll bring lily and then grandma will be very happy. Or grandpa will be very happy. Alright? Once you start to connect those things, it's wrong. Okay? If you just want to beautify the place, remembrance, that is different. Okay? That kind of things. That's why I, I tell... Now that is why when Moses died, when Moses died, what happened when Moses died? Noah, what happened when Moses died? Before, besides he died. <laughs> God buried him in a sun. God buried him in a somewhere. Right? That's the best way to describe. God buried him. Number one. God took over and did the burying. That's why we don't we don't cremate. If when God buried, when when someone dies and there's God's child, what does God do? God buries. How how dare a pastor cremate when God buries, right? God buries. So God buried Moses in a somewhere. Why did God bury why did God bury him in a somewhere? In other words, in nowhere where people can find him, right? Why? Sing Yuan, why? Why did God bury Moses in a somewhere where no one can find him? So that one? So that Satan, well, this is a very complete answer. So that Satan, now who was fighting for the body? Satan and the archangel, right? Fighting for the body. Why did Satan want to fight for the body? Why? Because Satan knew the people respected Moses to the point of they will end up worshipping Moses after Moses' death. And Satan wanted to use that to cause the people to think of Moses more than God. Right? So God knew that the people would end up like that. So God said, I will bury you in a somewhere where no one can find you. Now if God wants your body not to be found, Thomas, what's the best way? Burn or bury? Burn. Burn, right? God's purpose was so that people don't find his body. Best way is to burn, right? Did God burn? God did not. God still buried, telling us burial is the way for God's children. Okay? Even God, when he wants to hide the body, is buried. Now, so the next thing. The people can end up worshipping, respecting dead Moses. So the concept is always that we do not pay respect to the dead. We do not talk to the dead, pray to the dead, they would have ended up doing that. And God will make sure that we understand when it comes to the dead, it's dead. It's over. 
Okay? Now, should you do this? Ah, yeah, dead already. The tomb, right? Funeral. Dead already. Everyone casting, casting salt in the dead already. Send in there. Should you do that? <laughs> Caleb, you're laughing. Why? Should you do that? But they're dead. They don't know. Whether you toss nicely or you kick salt in there, they don't know. They're dead. Should you do that? Would you do that? Besides the fact that if you did that, daddy will cane you. <laughs> Why would you not do that? Disrespectful to the dead, right? Is disrespectful to the family. Don't say two, right? Disrespectful to the family. Alright, it's disrespectful to the family. To the family, this is the loved one. This is the body of the loved one. You still respect the family, alright? So we do many things at the graveyard when there is dead involved, when commemorating dead, commemorating people who died in the war. Everything must be clear in your mind. But at the same time, you don't say they are dead. So, so what? There is still the living. There is a memory of the dead as well. Okay? So that, okay? Yes. Okay, what about dead pets? <laughs> what about dead pets? What about dead pets? What exactly is your question? Can we talk to our dead pets? Okay, so your pet is dead. Wait, while your pet is dead? Or after you bury your pet in your backyard? Which part? After you bury your pet in your graveyard. In, its, in, its, in your pet's graveyard, not your graveyard. It's okay. Alright? So, so how? Should you talk to your pet? What would you want to say to your pet? I'm so sorry, I forgot to feed you and you died. <laughs> what are you going to say to your pet? Just talk to your pet. You know, I'm lonely. No one to talk to me. I miss your barking. So shoot you. Uh, what do you think, Jesse? No. no, why? Because it's still talking. It's saying like in a way you can still talk to the dead. Now, Few, few reasons why not. Okay, actually there was a fully grown adult huh, who loved a dog very much and when the dog was sick and going to die, he called me to go and pray for the dog and then after the dog died and all sorts of things, you know. So people who don't understand anything, oh, maybe we should do that. Now, when God created, how did God create Adam and Eve? After he created them, after God created Adam from the soil, what did God do? God breathed life into Adam and he became a living soul, correct? Now that life is that soul. That soul is that soul is eternal. Okay? But when God described he created animals, alright? Chloe, did he breathe? A living soul into the animal that will last forever? No, right? So animals, animals do not have a soul that lives on forever. When the animal dies, it's all over. It's, it's just it's a life. And the life has ended and it ends there. For our pets, okay, regardless, whether it's a bunny, whether it's a spider, the life ends. That's it. They don't have a living soul that lives on. Alright? So number one, it doesn't have a living soul. 
that lives on. So no matter how you talk to it, it can't hear anything. So you don't talk to the soul. But even if like human, there's a living soul, can you talk to the living soul after it's dead? You also cannot. So therefore for animals, your pet that died, do you, should you bury it? You can bury it. Nothing wrong with that. But you should not think that your pet can still talk to you and you can hear you. Okay, answer your question. All right. In which case can you cremate pets? Can you cremate pets? Yes, you have a question too, yes? Oh, no, no, okay. <laughs> you see, adults put up, she also put up. Now, can, should you cremate pets? What do you think? I don't think there's anything wrong with cremating pets. Um, because pets do not have a living soul, they are not safe, they are not, not God's child in that sense. So I think cremating pets is quite different from, never thought of that. Quite different, definitely for Christians, God buried Christians. Alright, you, I don't, do you read any case where God buried any animals? I don't think so. Okay, so nothing wrong. Okay? Yes. Oh, suddenly this is so, so, so many kinds. Of, yes? Remembering the date? Yes? During the funeral, I think the traditional Chinese tend to wear a set cloth or that color cloth and pin it to the Alright, so during funerals for the Chinese, they, they wear this sackcloth, brown sackcloth, and then on their arm, on, on their arm they also have wear some black, some black band, is it? Kind of thing. Uh, so should Christians wear, wear all these things, right? Should Christians wear all these things, is it? Yes. What do you think? Okay, those who are from this background, who are from this background? Ah, why do they wear these things? To remember the dead. Why to wear the band? Uh, after the after the dead man going to the front and uh, where several days we will wear that black one. Why do we wear it? Do you know? Still memory. Still memory. Okay. Now, so I don't, maybe I should research, I don't have all the details, I'm not fully understanding these things, okay? Um, now in the Bible, when people die and then they moan, or when they moan, do they wear sackcloth? They do, they do wear sackcloth, alright? So there, there is that. Now the important thing is, I guess at the event, you better do some research, maybe I should research this. You better do some research. Why do you wear that? If the monks say you wear all this and then to ward off your date following you home and all those type of things, then of course you don't wear it. Alright? Now the band, if I remember correctly, when I was asked to wear, it's more to tell people that there, there was a funeral in my home. I am um, um, mourning, the, 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 I mean mourning kind of thing. Right? So I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se. Now, but, sometimes, and they have different colors. Certain color means grandmother, certain color means grandfather, certain colors mean different relatives. Now, if it is just that, I don't think there's anything wrong. Okay? Just like, um, yeah. But, now, once, but once, there is a superstition. You know, at the table, at the table, Normally, in the middle of the table, they have this thing. 
what's this thing? Elaine, what's this thing? <laughs> what's that? What's that? They have red strings. They have red strings. No? No. Who have seen red strings? Are you serious? <laughs> you saw red strings. They will have a bowl and they have red strings inside. And then, Eugene, Singaporeans. Yeah, Singaporeans, they say yes. <laughs> oh no, everyone thought, everyone thought I'm mad, you know. <laughs> I'm making things up. Now, there are red strings. Then, what do you do, Eugene, when, when, when people die? Then, what do people do with the red strings? Now, very young. No, not burn it. Take it back with you. Before they go, they will. They will take. They will take one and go. All right. So if you didn't take your daddy, mom, hey, take one. For what? You take. <laughs> Put in your pocket. When you go home, keep it with you. Why? Why? Do you know why? Huh? To what? To ward off something. There is the superstition. Now anything that has to do with superstition and the dead can do something, the dead can hear you, the dead can follow you. Right? So they do that because they believe the superstition, as, as at least I'm told, is if you carry this red string with you, alright, so you no, you're not red, okay? You are you are you are blue. Alright? And you carry this red string with you, whether in your pocket or what? Then the dead won't follow you home. Ooh, red. They are afraid of red, so they don't follow you. That's a superstition. Means they believe the dead can do something. Just like pay respect. You know, the dead can hear you, the dead can follow you. I like Elim. I think I'll follow Elim home. That kind of superstition. No such thing. The dead is dead. They are either in heaven or in hell. Correct, Elim? Will they follow you home? Are you afraid of that? Where are they? Either in heaven or in hell. Alright, they can't follow you. But this is a superstition. Those things you don't do. If they say, oh, you, you wear this red color thing so that grandma won't follow you home, then you don't wear. Okay, so you have to find out what is the tradition, why they're doing it. And then you, you deal with it accordingly. So what do we wear to funeral? Cloth. What do we wear to funeral? Suit. Suit, like what you're wearing. Yeah. Right, black suit. Today you wear black shirt some more. All black. Why you wear all black at funeral? So that they don't follow you home. But they can't see you. Ooh, so black. Huh? It's, it's, a, it's a formal occasion. It is a somber occasion. Should you go there in bright red and yellow and pink? For the ladies. I said, why no? Because mommy don't look nice in red. Why no? It's not an event where you, a happy event in the sense of you go there kind of thing. But can Christians say, no, I can never wear red. Is, is, is death a happy event for Christians? If you're a believer, it is. Alright, but sometimes a, a formal colour is a respect to the family. Understand that. This, uh, this is a sombre occasion. I should dress respectfully to the event. I've seen church elders go to funeral in slippers and shorts and a scruffy jacket. Do you think it's right? Dead already what? We know that they are dead. Cannot know me, cannot see me. Is it right? Like Isaac say, is disrespectful to the family. It's still a 
time of mourning and sadness, loss of a loved one. Correct? Okay? But don't, don't, oh no, I accidentally wore my, my shirt has a little bit of red, pink, better go back and change. You don't have to be like that also. Alright, so if someone, okay, enough? Enough questions? Some more? <laughs> okay, yes. I, I just thought the red strings were like hell money. The red strings are hell money. Uh, not so much. Like yeah, they, they have hell money, but they don't ask you to take hell money home. <laughs> Yeah, they ask you to burn, alright? So for those who don't know, if you go to a, go to a wedding, go to a funeral, alright? They will also burn things, they burn joysticks, they burn, they burn money. Yeah, they burn money. The money are not real money. Don't take $50 and burn, alright? They burn fake money, paper money. They have picture of hell and everything. They say, oh, they need money. See, I, I, what I'm trying to say is, all this have the belief that you burn the money to them, they can receive it, the dead can receive it and spend it in hell. You burn a house, you burn Mercedes cars, you burn all those things, they can receive it. The concept is they can receive things, they can receive your respect, they can receive your gift, they can receive your prayer. That is the problem, understand that as a Christian, that is the main problem. They cannot receive, okay? And now, okay? Yeah, so answer your question. Alright, so they cannot receive. So you don't, oh, go, okay, I'll take a stack and throw as well. Then you're showing them that, oh, I, I believe they can receive this money. Okay? Right, so know what to do, whether it's remembering the dead, whether it's um, being at a funeral, at commemoration events, and all that. Know what to do. Can a Christian stand there and well, observe a minute of silence, close the eyes, as long as you're not praying to the dead. Alright, you close your eyes to remember, like Brenda said, I think of the history and remind myself what, what we should never do again, kind of thing. Okay? Alright, no more time for another question. Okay, so please submit your question now. Let's turn to God in prayer.